Welcome to One Heart, One Mind, a podcast of the Nampa, Idaho South Stake. Today's podcast will be brought to you by Sister Linda Young, the primary president of the South Stake. And now, Sister Young. I believe that the primary um, leaders have handled our current situation as well as could be expected. Now that we are nearly a year into the pandemic, in which everyone thought would be over in a matter of months, primary presidencies and teachers are trying to find the new normal. As most of our wards have returned to primary, even though the time is shortened, primary leaders are making sure the testimonies of children are strengthened through music and the Come Follow Me lessons while still keeping them safe. There have been a lot of different struggles that we haven't dealt with in years past throughout this pandemic. I think the biggest struggle is figuring out how to fulfill church callings in a new way. A couple of examples include primary teachers, music leaders, primary activity leaders, and and even our primary presidencies. Primary teachers are used to having a Sunday calling where they prepared and taught a lesson in the classroom. Since individual primary classes are not taking place, teachers need to realize the mantle is still on their shoulders to teach the children assigned to them. For those of us who were raised in the church, we all remember specific primary teachers and how they influenced our testimonies. It is important that primary children are contacted on a regular basis to know that they are loved, and it is also important that the contact comes from their primary teachers. We have heard of music leaders who are better with technology and have found ways to teach music, work the weekly lesson into the music, and have a primary program virtually. Others of us have laid awake at night and wondered, what do we have this calling for and what are we supposed to be accomplishing? The new primary activity program for children and youth was just getting underway when the pandemic hit and life came to a bit of a halt. It has been a testimony to all of us that we are led by a prophet in preparing us and emphasizing that our gospel learning and progression is to be home-centered and church-supported. Again, we know that some words have found ways to still meet virtually or safely in person, while other words have taken a little bit more time. Our families are are doing amazing with their children. I know that parents have had such an added responsibility as far as school and church and, and, and everything, and I, I just want to give them a big pat on the back because they're really to be admired for pushing forward and, and just doing the best they can. We are so blessed to have a living prophet who is inspired and who leads and guides us in these latter days. Who would have guessed that church would be canceled only a year into the Come Follow Me home-centered church-supported curriculum? For those who followed the counsel given by our prophet, the transition should have been relatively easy. Hopefully those who chose not to follow the counsel had their testimony of a living prophet solidified pretty quickly. I have heard of many families who have had amazing spiritual experiences in their homes as they have had to rely on each other to fill their lanterns more specifically during this time. To parents of primary children, I would say, rather than trying to be perfect, just do your best and know that it is enough. I believe we are all able to cope better with each other and with the power of the Spirit that can and should be filling our homes. Our primary children are just full of love, and um, I have heard of a few examples of them reaching out to people during this past year. I heard of some primary activity girls who decided to adopt a widow in their ward and have looked out 
and after her for some time now on different occasions. On her birthday, they made it special, and when she came out her front door, there were a bunch of hearts over her, all over her garage door. They left her flowers and even made a little birthday cake. I've also heard of primary children who've taken time to write uplifting cards to make someone's day a little brighter. A family of children who stopped on a windy day to pick up the trash of an elderly neighbor. And I'm sure there are many, many more examples of service given by the children. <clears throat> we have all had difficult times in our life, and um, I'm not exempt. My life has been abundantly blessed with much joy and happiness, but that does not mean it has been void of heartache and trials. Whether it has been because of my own choices, or those of others, or things that come our way because we live in this fallen world, my faith and testimony of our Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and in their plan for us is what has helped me through difficult times. I often reflect on the scripture in Helaman 5.12, And now, my sons, remember, remember, it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down to the gulf of misery and endless woe because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fail. I am so grateful that there is not a time in my life I can remember when I did not know that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints was true. There is not a time in my life when I did not know that I have a Heavenly Father who loves me, who hears my prayers and answers my prayers and is there whenever I need to talk, and that we have a Savior, Jesus Christ, who atoned for our sins. I am so grateful for that blessing in my life. It is what has sustained me. At times in my life, even though I have tried hard not to, I have asked the Lord why. Why is there so much pain and suffering in this world? But if we understand the hows, we will more fully understand the whys. How to endure and how and what we are supposed to learn. I have learned that no matter what comes my way, I have the agency to choose how it affects me. We always need to remember in whom we trust, one who loves us perfectly and wants nothing but the best for us. We may not understand everything, but as we seek to follow his loving example, we will find the peace that we are seeking in our lives. Part of our journey in this life is to give us experience and teach us understanding. Although there is still much in my life I do not understand, I choose to trust the Lord and lean not to my own understanding. I do hope that what I have experienced has opened my eyes to be more compassionate, to be more forgiving, to be more loving, and I hope it has made me better. Each general conference brings with it so many answers to our questions, and I I listen and I learn and I wish I could remember everything they say. But in this past general conference, the words that I listen to and the words that have I tell myself over and over are from President Nielsen where he says to us, Let God prevail. And I have determined to not only let God prevail in my life, 
but in the world around me. And then Elder Ufdorf told us to be patient. God will do something unimaginable. I have faith in my Heavenly Father. I have faith in His plan for us. I know that all things will work together for our good. He is in charge. To the primary children, I would say, remember always that you are a child of God. He loves you. And he is there for you. Talk to him daily and build a relationship with him and the Savior through prayer and through studying of your scriptures. Be kind, show love to everyone, and prepare your minds to always be faithful. Thanks for listening to One Heart, One Mind Nampa. Credit is given to Kim Keller, who oversees the podcast, both Lindy Bauer and Kim Keller, who are our hosts, Casey Maddox, the project director and announcer, Rachel Bauer, who is our site director. Likewise, thanks also to Kayla Christensen, our project manager, John Freeman, our communications coordinator, Jesus Gomez, the key grip and podcast editor, Don Ricker, our digital platform manager, Rich Petrie, and DJ Holiday for final edits.